0: Good morning, Boker Tov. Buenos Dias. This is Shana Fold here with the Israel Daily News Podcast, the only English Daily News Podcast coming out of Tel Aviv. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Let's get to the news. Yesterday, the IDF uncovered a terrorist tunnel that crossed from the Gaza Strip into Israeli territory. The tunnel, dug from the Khan Yunis area, was still in the process of being built. It did not cross the barrier that is being built at the border, and since the tunnel has not been finished, it doesn't pose any danger to nearby Israeli people in Israeli towns. It is still unclear which terrorist organization is behind the tunnel, but the IDF believes it was part of a Relatively new operation. It will be neutralized in the next few days. Though it's not officially completed, This is the first time that the barrier, created by Israel, has successfully located and blocked off an offensive tunnel. The barrier is expected to be finished in March of 2021. Now, if you're wondering, the barrier is exactly what it sounds like. It's a wall that digs deep into the earth, 12 meters to be exact, and it's meant to prevent tunnel diggers. It also has tunnel locating technology. Wow, only in Israel would you need to have a team of people, technology, diggers, human work, just to go down and build a barrier 12 meters deep to prevent somebody from building a tunnel and entering your territory underground. Like, this is crazy, but we're very thankful to have it and to have that protection. Now, speaking of that, hours after the military announced this discovery, Palestinian terrorists fired a rocket toward Israel, which the IDF intercepted using the Iron Dome air defense system. IDF fighter jets and attack helicopters then struck an underground site linked to Gaza's Hamas rulers. No group in Gaza claimed responsibility for firing that rocket. So far, no reports of any injuries. Now, I have a bit of an in depth story today based off of a Hararet's feature about the economic struggle of movie theaters. Israeli cinemas have been closed for seven straight months, and Avi Edri, the CEO of the Cinema City chain, says they're the only business in the country that has been shut down for this long. Some of the largest foreign chains have already closed their theaters entirely. This year, revenues are expected to plunge 80% from what the industry made in 2019. Even through the struggle of the pandemic, theaters aren't being considered for much special aid from the government. In fact, while live theaters received 200 million shekels cinema city has only gotten five hundred thousand. israel theaters the biggest chain in the country is closing all of its u.s theaters which operate under the regal name you know regal cinemas this comes after cineworld lost 1.6 billion dollars in the first half of the year cineworld is the parent company of israel theaters i did not even know that israel operated theaters cinema theaters outside of the country very cool Fearing bankruptcy, cinemas are now trying to generate revenue in other ways. The Lev chain organized drive-in screenings to take place in the Tel Aviv Beach area, but the police refused to allow it at the last minute. They also offered video-on-demand movies a few months ago, but the business idea failed to make up for lost revenue. The chain even reached out to the education ministry, local governments, and colleges in Israel to ask if they could rent their space to host students and reduce classroom overcrowding. But nothing has come out of that. Edry, the Cinema City CEO, says the government is talking about reopening in January, but he's concerned there won't be enough movies to show. Hollywood producers are delaying film releases or resorting to online streaming. Edry says they've actually paid some money to speed up completion of Israeli films, which would give him an inventory of five to six months. But it's not enough. Not only that. But he believes he'll need to invest a lot in marketing to get the public used to spending time in theaters again. Okay, now this is totally crazy. Following the arrival of a delegation of senior officials from the United Arab Emirates yesterday, a wild announcement has been made. Or maybe it's just crazy to me because I really care about stories that affect the global economy. An Israeli firm says they have signed a memorandum of understanding to run an oil pipeline from the Red Sea off the coast of Eilat all the way to the UAE. It's a new joint venture, and the signing took place in Abu Dhabi before the delegation flew to Israel for their historic visit yesterday. The work is expected to start in 2021 and is worth $700 to $800 million, according to a Reuters report. The oil is expected to be transported from Israel all the way to countries in the Black Sea region of Europe. Now, that was already in place, but we are adding on the UAE as a stop along the way, and that is super historic for the global economy. All right, well, that's it for today's news. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. We have a low of 21 degrees Celsius and a high of 29 degrees in this central city. That's 70 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 84 degrees. Join me tonight at 10 p.m. Israel time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be hosting my show, Money and Culture, on Newsreel. Tonight, we have a major Israeli tech player coming to talk about his company, Fabric, and how they found success and even acceleration. During COVID-19 times. We'll also speak with a really cool Israeli band. That mixes ancient Hebrew with modern Hebrew. To make up their song lyrics. It's called Kunda and Lior. I'll play their song for you. To send you off today. Also sign up for my newsletter. If you haven't signed up for it yet. You should. You'll get my editor's pick of the top five stories coming out of the week, plus the Cliff Notes version of my special interviews and investigations that I hosted during the week, along with my reporters. Before I sign up, but before I sign off, I have an announcement. I am scheduled to fly to New York to visit my family, who I sorely miss. I have not seen my parents or sisters in a year. I will still be producing the daily podcast, as always, but please... Be flexible with me about the time that it comes out. I will be seven hours behind, and therefore the show will be released seven hours later than usual. Same show, just a different location. Okay, I will be working from New York, which is where I was born and raised. Thanks for getting caught up with me. Don't forget, subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever. You're hearing it from I Am Everywhere. I'll send you off with a song called Hashmana'i by Kunda and Leor. This is the band I just told you about. They combine ancient Hebrew texts with new texts, including Let Your Voice Be Heard, which comes from the Song of Songs. It's a famous psalm. They hope the lyrics will transcend into current political problems and tackle issues like a woman's right to be heard in Israeli society. We're going to have this band on the Money and Culture show tonight on my Facebook. You can find it on my Facebook. Have a great and productive day. לא שמנו קץ לקורבנות ואין ככבר מה לגנות הגיע הזמן לאחוז במושכות אסורים להתיר להתיר אסורות אך לאח אחות לאחות לחשוף את כל מי שעוד ננסה להשתיק את האחיות לא מפחדים לדבר ישירות לכל תודעה שעוד לא הפנימה רק בת מלך היא מחליטה מתי כבודה בחוץ או פנימה אז כל בני יובנות יעקב פתיטה חדו תהיו אגרוף שנהלום באור הטוף שנעשה לסיפור הזה סוף השמיעי לי קולה בקודש בחול אסמעי Ashmi, קול גדול עד שאיתכה בנו הלב הקדום שנוסר וכל לשון תדע לומר בבית זה